So they're not going to happen just by saying, I need to make a change and I'm going to increase my sales or I'm going to pay off some debt or I'm going to be more efficient. You need to identify what are the steps that you need to take to make sure that in 12 months' time that your business, your financial position, is at the place you need it to be. Welcome back to the Business Behind All Business podcast where we dive deep into the world of entrepreneurship, innovation and the strategies that drive success for your business. I'm your host Paul Sweeney and look we are back after a two-month break. Um, We're thrilled to relaunch the podcast and reconnect with you all our dedicated listeners and during our break we've been working at understanding a bit more about the types of conversations that you want to hear what content do you want us to be presenting on the podcast? And so we've been working hard at um, securing a great lineup, actually, of guests who are going to be interviewed in upcoming episodes, um, sharing some great stories from their experience, but also some great tips on how you can grow your business, how you can run your business better and achieve more success. So That is something that we're really excited about. The guests we've got lined up, you'll really enjoy. So I guarantee that. Um, Take my word for it. So what we're going to be doing in each of these episodes, we're going to continue the conversations with the industry experts, the thought leaders, and successful entrepreneurs who've been through that process, not just talking about the process, but they've been through the process of running a business, establishing it, scaling it up, and growing it in a whole range of sectors and areas of skill. So our goal is unchanged. Uh, Our goal is still to provide you with practical knowledge, actionable tips, inspiring stories, and the motivation to take your business to the next level. So remember at any time, if you've got a question that you want answered on the podcast, please reach out to us. You can email us at podcast at thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com, or you can go to the website, www.thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com, and you can leave a message for us using the SpeakPipe widget there, an audio message, and we'll make sure that we answer your question on an upcoming episode. So we're not going to stop with where we're at, we, we are going to keep moving forward. Like all businesses, there are times when we need to adjust what we're doing. There are times when we need to, to change. And uh, what we're going to be doing is reverting back to our fortnightly publishing schedule. Uh, originally, we started as fortnightly. And then during COVID, when we wanted to get more content out at a quicker rate, we uh, moved to weekly. But we understand that uh, fortnightly is the best way for us to deliver that content to you at the level of consistency and quality that you need. So welcome back. It's great to have you with us. And Please, if there are other businesses out there that you think could benefit from some of the conversations we've had in the past and some of the conversations we've got coming up, please share the content with them so that we can help everybody uh, or as many businesses as possible grow great, prosperous, thriving businesses. So let's dive in. Let's dive in. Uh, So we're approaching the end of the financial year in Australia. So 30th of June is a key date. Uh, on the financial calendar for Australian businesses. The principles here are apply whether you're in uh, in the US or the UK or New Zealand or anywhere where you're listening. And we're great to have you with us wherever you are in the world. Um, but the principles apply pretty much the same. So I'm going to be talking in, in general, but there may be some specific references to the Australian system. Have a look at the rules that apply in your country specifically. So the two types of planning that really you need to be aware of or involved in as you're approaching the end of the financial year. So two types of planning. So the first type of planning is your end of year preparation and your taxation planning. 
And the second is your strategic planning for how you're going to go about growing your business profitably in the coming year. So there's two areas of planning that you should be undertaking at this point in time. So let's have a look at the first one, which is the end of year preparation and tax planning. So what is involved here? Now, tax planning uh, has had some bad uh, connotation, bad a bad press um, wherever you look and whoever you listen to. But really, what is tax planning about? Tax planning is managing your affairs to give you the best possible taxation outcome for your circumstances. That's what we're looking to achieve. And what we're looking to do is to minimize the cash outflows to taxation where we can, or we defer them to a later date and, and give you better access to that cash flow in your business so that you can concentrate on growing your business. You've got those funds available to grow your business. So let's look at how can we defer the payment of tax? How can we defer um, defer income or, or bring forward expenditures or take advantage of concessions that may be available to you for whatever reason. So in Australia, there are a number of concessions that have been brought in in the past couple of years, particularly around investment in plant and equipment. So uh, the federal government brought in incentives to actually accelerate the depreciation of assets. So we have this immediate expensing or, or what was now called full expensing of assets where you get a tax deduction for the full amount of that asset. Now that that provision, that concession ends on the 30th of June, 2023. You, you need to have your assets installed and ready for use by the 30th of June. Now, after that point, um, the, the expectation is when the budget measures for 2023 are announced that from 1 July, that immediate expensing will now have a cap of $20,000 on the asset value. So it, to your advantage, if you're going to be purchasing plant and equipment, bring that forward into the financial year and bring forward the timing of your tax deduction. And that principle applies pretty much any year that we're looking at taxation because the, the end of the financial year is a fixed point in time. It's a fixed point in time. And we can either have our expenditure before that point in time or after that point in time. Now, if we're going to be spending the money and it's an allowable tax deduction, it's to our advantage where we can to bring forward that expenditure before the end of the financial year. So if we're going to commit to spending, let's make that happen before the end of the financial year and bring forward the timing of the tax deduction. Okay, now bear in mind that your tax deduction delivers a saving equal to the amount of tax that you're paying for your entity. So if the company tax rate is 25% and you spend $100, um, the tax that you are saving is $25, not $100. Okay, so let's bear that in mind. You're saving $25 of tax. You're still spending the $100, uh, and particularly if you were going to be spending it anyway, um, but this tax saving is $25. Now bear that in mind. So to get that $25 saving, you're still spending $100. And that's why we need to look at don't spend unnecessarily. If you don't actually need it, if you don't need it now, then the cash is more important. Okay, Because you only get a 25% cash back on your deduction, on your spending. You're still spending $100. So if you don't need to spend it, don't spend. Don't fall uh, prey, prey to all the, the advertisements of how much money you can save at end of financial year. It's not a bargain if you don't actually need it. If you're not going to use it, don't spend the money on it. Keep the money in your business. So we should be going through this process, and it should be good hygiene throughout the year anyway, but particularly at the end of the year, reviewing your accounts 
and look at are there customers that haven't paid you? Chase up those customers. Uh, make a point of getting in touch and collecting the money. Now, some would argue, well, hang on, well, I've just said from a tax planning point of view, we don't want to bring in the income. That's true. But I would much rather have the cash in my bank account than still be owed that money because the longer I'm owed that money from my customer, the likelihood that I'm actually going to get paid reduces over time. So if you have people who haven't paid, get on the phone, ring them. Okay, don't rely on emails because emails go astray and go to the wrong people. Get on the phone, have that conversation and request a payment as soon as possible. Tidy up that position with your customers and outstanding invoices. So also having a look at your accounts and making sure you get them in order. Understand what's going on in your business. So a lot of owners sort of delegate that responsibility to their bookkeeper, to the accountant, uh, which is fine. But uh, you still need to get the reports and understand what's going on. What do they actually mean? Have a look at where you're spending your money. And and maybe uh, maybe there are some subscriptions or services that you have coming up for renewal in June um, because at last year, at the end of June, when there were the sales on and the big discounts for end of financial year, you jumped on the bandwagon and subscribed to those services. But have a look. During that year, have you actually used them? If you haven't, time to cancel. Don't renew. So have a look at what's going on in your business. Have a look at where you're spending money. Collect the outstanding invoices. And don't forget, you've got your payroll, end of year payroll obligations and super guarantee reporting. Now, one very simple deduction that you can take advantage of is that with superannuation, you do not actually get the deduction until the funds have been received by your employee's super fund. Now, you would think that we could make the payment and they'd be there the next day, but it goes through a superannuation fund clearinghouse process and the delays can be, look, up to eight days. So make those payments early. So don't leave it till the 30th of June or the 29th. Get in early. If you know what your end of year, end of last payroll for June is already, um, then make that superannuation contribution beforehand and you'll bring forward the timing of deduction. You have to pay that anyway. It's due by the 28th of July. But if you bring it forward and pay it before 30 June, you increase your tax deduction in this financial year. So there are a couple of things to wrap up in terms of tax and end of year planning. And then the other part, the number two, the second thing that you should be working on at the moment is your strategic planning and how you're going to grow your business profitably in the next year. Okay, so let's grab a pen of paper. Actually, if you're driving, don't grab a pen and paper, but make a note of how you're going to write this down when you finish or when you get to a safe place and you can write these down. Okay, so what are your goals for the next 12 months? So write down three things that you want to achieve in the next 12 months. And that might be, you would like to pay down some debt, that you might like to reduce the amount of uh, business debt that you have. That might be a credit card balance that just won't go away, or it might be some asset finance, or you might be just going from week to week in terms of cash flow. You might want to build up a buffer of cash flow. So they might be a goal. The other one might be that you might want to increase your profit by, say, $100,000. And that, that might be a goal. And that's a real tangible goal. We've got a figure on there and a goal. And we're going to say within 12 months, we want to increase our profit by $100,000 more than we what, what we achieved in this last 12 months. Another goal, which is very topical at the moment, is it might be that I want to, or you want to, as a business owner, 
work less hours in the business. Work less hours in the business. That might give you more time for the things that really matter. You know, things like family or having a holiday or just maybe you've got some other projects which are not related to your business. So they might be charitable or community-based projects that you want to get involved in, but you can't do that while you're spending so much time in your business. So you might want to make your business more efficient so that you don't have to spend as many hours in the business. So they could be your goals for the next 12 months. So having set those goals, think about what needs to be different. What needs to be done differently in your business to make that happen? Because if you just keep going on the same things and doing everything exactly the same way, then it's likely that the results will be pretty much similar unless there's this huge wave of economic improvement. But let's not rely on that. Let's look at the factors that we can control. So what do you need to do differently in your business to move it from where you are now to achieve those three goals that you set in 12 months' time? So what are the things you need to do differently? It might be that the way you're going to increase profit is to increase sales. So how are we going to increase sales? Are we going to increase our price, which is very topical at the moment? Should we increase our price? How much are we going to increase our price by? What happens if we increase our price by 10%? What's the effect? Does that mean we need to do more activity? Maybe not. Let's have a look at it. Do we need to find a cheaper supplier? a better supplier or a more reliable supplier, one that where we can order it and it's going to turn up within the period that they agree, that we won't have to wait three, six or an unknown period of months before we get delivery of it. Do we need to change some of the processes in our business? Are we taking a long time to do things? Are there too many steps? Or do mistakes happen because nobody knows exactly how things should be done? What can we do differently? Okay, so if you if you're stuck for a few ideas or have a listen through the back catalog of previous episodes where we've talked about some of these topics, we've talked about how to be more efficient, how to increase your sales, and we're going to have some more conversations about increasing sales because it's very important. But go back and have a listen, go back through the back catalog and, and re-listen to some of those episodes. But remember, these changes they're not going to happen by themselves, so they're not going to happen just by saying. I need to make a change and I'm going to increase my sales or I'm going to pay off some debt or I'm going to be more efficient. You need to identify what are the steps that you need to take to make sure that at the end of the next year, in 12 months' time, that your business, your financial position, is at the place you need it to be, okay, where you want to be in 12 months' time. So what are the steps you need to take today or during this year, but start today to make sure that that happens? So there's a few things that you need to take into account because there are things that are going to happen next financial year. There are changes and you need to be ready for them and also not just ready for them, but know how they're going to affect your business, how they're going to affect your profit and your cash flow because some of these changes will have an impact on the goals that you've set. So if your goal is to increase profit by $100,000, well, that's great, but hey, have a look. Minimum wages have been increased from the 1st of July or the first pay period after the 1st of July. 5.75% for for most, upwards of 8.6% for some. Now, you might not have employees who are on minimum wage, 
Okay, you might be paying more than minimum wage, but do you know what? There's going to be a flow-on effect because a lot of other employees are going to look at that and say, hey, they're getting 8.6% increase. They're getting an 8.6% increase. I want an 8% increase. I want an 8.6% increase. Okay, I'm entitled to it. I work hard too. So they're going to be asking for that 8.6% increase or some kind of increase. They may even think that they deserve more than 8.6% because they can get 10% by going somewhere else or they could get 15%. And unfortunately, we're in this cycle of you know, high wages growth. Okay, so that's going to have an impact. That's going to have a flow-on effect. Coupled with that, we've got an increase in the super guarantee rate from 1st of July. It goes from 10.5% to 11%. So there's another 0.5% across the whole payroll. What happens when wages goes up? Your workers' compensation in premiums will go up as well because they're linked to wages. And you may also be tipped over the threshold where you start having to pay payroll tax. So there's a couple of costs there and those changes come in. And now you can't control those changes. They're already in place. They're external. But you need to be aware of it when you're doing your planning and your cash flow forecasting. Number of concessions have also been removed. We talked about the changes to depreciation, um, accelerated depreciation tax incentives. There's some other incentives that have been removed. So have a look at how changes to government regulations, and it may not just be tax, there might be some other changes because there were a lot of changes brought in to try and encourage and make business easier during the last three years as a result of the COVID situation. Some of those have been eased back or or they had an end date and that end date is 30 June 2023. So those concessions may not be available. It's going to become harder to do some things for your business post 30 June. Okay, so are there other regulations that are changing or concessions that disappear on 30 for June? It may be. need to have a look at your local situation, your your state-based incentives, your state-based licensing rules. What's becoming more difficult after 30th of June. So the minimum actions you need to take, you need to work out, but write down your goals for the next 12 months. Identify the actions that you need to take to make those goals a reality. Identify the resources that you are going to need to make that happen. And how are you going to fund those actions? Do you need more cash? Or are you going to fund those actions by increasing your sales and your profit and your cash flow? Okay, how are you going to fund all of those actions? And then once you've worked those four questions out, decide who is going to do what, who is going to do what, when are they going to do it by, and and check what resources do they need to make it happen and make sure that you've actually accounted for how you're going to acquire those resources. And very simply, the answers to those five questions, that's your business plan. That's your business plan. Very easy. Didn't take a long time. Okay, it's not the back of an envelope, but close enough. Five answers, and that's your business plan for the next 12 months. Very simple. Then take that plan and forecast what is going to happen to your cash. That's your cash flow forecast. You know, if you increase your sales, when's the cash coming in? Okay, when's the cash coming in? What are you spending? When are you going to spend? Make sure that your inflows from cash exceed your outflows, and that way you're going to build up your cash reserves. You're going to be able to pay off some debt and move your business forward. Set up a process and the reports from your accounting system, from your CRM, from your Google Analytics, all the things that drive your business, and work out what are the key things you need to monitor regularly, so monthly, 
Some people will do it quarterly. Monthly is best if you ask me. So monthly, you're going to regularly run those reports, check in against what your forecasts were, what your plans were, and are you on track? What do you need? Are you on track? Yes, great. That's good news. If you're not, what do you need to adjust to move forward and make sure that you achieve your goals for the next month? Okay. Now, that might seem a little bit hard. Okay, I've described it, and it, to me, it's a fairly simple process, but that's what my business, that's what I do for a living. Okay, that's what I get out of bed in the morning and do because I love doing that and helping business owners with this process. But you might not be the person that wants to do that. Okay, because you didn't go into business to do all of this stuff. You didn't go into business to do planning and forecasting and setting up reports. And that's fine. That's great, actually. It means that you've identified that that's not the best use of your time. Your your best use of your time is in growing your business, running your business, and, and making the decisions about how to run your business better. But the financial side of it, the planning, the forecasting, the checking in, the monitoring, work with an accountant and business advisor to help you do that to achieve your goals. The other thing there is if you're working with somebody else like myself or my team, you've got that accountability in there. And and the thing is, when you are accountable to somebody else, you're more likely to do it. You're more likely to, to act on it. If nobody knows about your goals and you never tell people what's going to happen, you're not as accountable. There's not as much um, drive, compulsion, to act on it, okay? We can always put it back to the next month or the next year. So let's not do that. Let's write those goals, tell somebody about it, make yourself accountable, check in regularly how you're doing and make it happen. So thanks for joining us again. It's great to be back on the air. It's great to be back sharing tips to help you grow your business, run your business more efficiently. And look, we've got, as I said earlier in the podcast, we've got some great interviews lined up ready for you. And I'm really excited about some of these guests that we've got coming on on board. Uh, I won't let the cat out of the bag just yet, but we do have some great guests and some fantastic topics um, to share with you. So if you haven't already subscribed, make sure you subscribe in whichever podcast player that you're using to listen to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the episodes when they land. Make sure you subscribe. and, And look, if you think somebody else could benefit from what we've got to say, and the conversations that we have, the the experience that we're sharing, the tips, the case studies, the stories, then please share um, share this podcast with them and help them grow a great business as well. Thanks for listening and looking forward to you joining us on future episodes of The Business Behind Your Business. 